0: Hello and welcome to NICE Talks. I'm Eddie Steinson, part of the media relations team at NICE. This time on the podcast, we will be discussing urinary tract infections, a condition which can affect 92 million people worldwide, according to the National Institute for Health Research, and NICE's recent publication of a quality standard which aims to improve the diagnosis and management of people suffering with UTIs. The standard sets out statements on how health professionals should look to diagnose women, the treatment options available, and referral for specialist advice for those people who suffer from recurrent UTIs. First, I wanted to get a sense of what it's like for people to suffer from a UTI, to find out some of the challenges they face and what matters most to them. So I spoke to one woman who suffered with recurrent UTIs in her early adulthood.
1: I don't suffer with them so much anymore, but when I was younger, when I was about 19, 20, 21, um, I suffered with them quite badly. I think I was on more of the severe end, really. I was bleeding quite heavily with them. I was constantly in pain. Um, it went on for about two years and it was just—it just it just wasn't a very nice experience. So,
0: so how did you manage or treat your UTI?
1: I, I think the drug that I was originally prescribed was called trimethoprim. Basically, I used a lot of the cystitis sachets and stuff like that, drank a lot of water, started with cranberry juice. I feel like that was a bit of a myth. Yeah, just as many home remedies as I could think of, water bottle, um, they didn't really help. Um, in the end, the trimethrym wasn't even helping either. There's a
0: lot of talk about antimicrobial resistance at the mm. moment, and what that means is a lot of the antibiotics that were used in the past now no longer work for people with recurrent UTIs. There. Um, the resistance is built up over time. Um, the nice guideline basically says that you know we need to avoid prescribe over prescribing people with antibiotics. Do you think that that's a Do you think that's a positive step in the right direction?
1: I think so. Yeah. Um, the suggestion made to me by my GP was to go on a course of trimethoprim, which was basically I used it every single day, but in a really tiny dose, and I. Didn't feel like that was the right option for me because I'd already heard about the, you know, the resistance, the drug resistance. And I thought if this stops working for me, I don't know what other options there are for me. Um, So I rejected that, ended up going for a cystoscopy and didn't really feel like anything came of it. They basically said they couldn't see anything, couldn't find anything. And then the drugs were just thrown at me again. And um, luckily things healed up by themselves in the end and I stopped getting them. But I kind of wonder if I'd have carried on that way. Um, how bad would it have got or would I have become resistant to the drugs? Uh, MIICE's new quality standard
0: aims to give health professionals clear areas for improvement in diagnosing and managing UTIs, uh, particularly for women. Um, What do you think of those changes?
1: Um, I think that's really important and I think it's definitely a step in the right direction. Um, Obviously we know that men do suffer from UTIs, but we know that it's predominantly a women's issue
0: NICE's new quality standard on UTIs in adults sets out useful and usable statements for healthcare professionals which aim to improve the diagnosis and management of UTIs. So I spoke to Dr Tessa Lewis, who is a GP and sat on NICE's independent committee to find out some of the challenges health professionals face when diagnosing and treating UTIs. And I began by asking her, what is a UTI?
2: So UTI is a, an infection of the urinary tract, and commonly one we see very often is a bladder infection or cystitis, and that can give you those symptoms of burning and stinging, needing to go more often, and sort of newly having to get up at night uh, to pass water. It doesn't always present with those classic symptoms, but I think probably those are what people are very familiar with. It's usually caused by a bug called E. coli, that's found in the bowel, but if it gets into the urinary system, it uh, it causes problems. And if that bladder infection gets worse, it can go up to the kidneys. That gives you a more serious infection, so then you might have fevers, feeling sick, um, vomiting, loin pain, and very occasionally it can give you a bloodstream infection. So, urinary tract infections they are common, uh, very common in women. About uh, one in 10 women a year will get a urinary tract infection um, with a particular problem in the older people. And as I say, that can lead to hospital admission. Urinary tract infections can be difficult
0: to diagnose. What are some of the challenges healthcare professionals face in terms of diagnosing people with a UTI?
2: Yes, well, it's a, it's a really important um, diagnosis. It's something we don't want to miss. But equally, there's often other reasons for people to have those symptoms. So somebody who's uh, got burning or stinging when they're passing uh, water, that could be due to soreness down below. So a rash or discharge, a lot of people don't volunteer that they've got a rash or soreness down below. And we know that if someone has a discharge, the likelihood of them having also a urinary tract infection is much, much lower. So that's one one of the challenges. Other things that can mimic a, a urinary tract infection are things like sexually transmitted infections. Not everyone presents with those classic symptoms that I've mentioned. Older people might appear confused or delirious. Now that might be from a urinary tract infection. So basically there's there's not one classic symptom of a, a urinary tract infection or group of symptoms.
0: I'm sure you'll have seen many people come into your GP surgery with a UTI. What are some of the things people can do to manage it?
2: So, if once somebody's got a, a UTI, they can um, take painkillers and, and just check those symptoms to see if they need to get further advice or treatment. So, someone who's um, fit and young might decide to wait up for a couple of days, um, but people who who really need to get advice straight away are men, uh, pregnant women, children, and um, anyone with signs of a a kidney infection. So that fever and um, loin pain.
0: NICE's quality standard outlines that antimicrobial resistance can be a significant problem uh, in treating people with UTIs. Is that a concern? Does this pose a further challenge in being able to treat people and how important is it to prescribe antibiotics only when it's necessary?
2: Yes, antibiotic resistance is a, is definitely a concern. Um, we know that somebody who's had an antibiotic such as trimethoprim in the last three months are much more likely to, the bugs in their urine are much more likely to be resistant to that antibiotic, so we don't want to use it again within that three-month period. And often when we're treating an UTI, we have to um, treat empirically, so we don't know what the bug is and we don't know what uh, the treatment options are, so we have to um, make a judgment about which one to use. And we know that people have had a lot of antibiotics and their their urine infections are harder to treat. And we see them resistant, the bugs resistant to lots of different antibiotics. So over the last few years, we've had to change the antibiotics that we use to treat a kidney infection. So what we, the broad spectrum antibiotics we used to rely on, the levels of resistance in the urine and in the blood are just too high. And now we have to use um, the different antibiotics. So we use, we recommend at the moment, kefalexin until someone's got a sample back. So if other antibiotics can be used once you know what the um, results show from the lab. It is really important to only use antibiotics when, when necessary. Um, we don't want to be missing an alternative diagnosis. And if we use antibiotics unnecessarily, that does risk um, antimicrobial resistance, making future infections difficult to treat.
0: The new quality standard published by NICE last week sets out that people with recurrent UTIs where the cause is unknown should be referred to for specialist advice. Is recurrent UTIs becoming a problem for some people and is it an issue that particularly might affect women?
2: Well, somebody with recurrent UTI is someone who's had um, more than two separate episodes of urinary tract infections in six months or more than three in a year. That, that can be a particular problem for women. We've talk, already talked about how to reduce that, that chance of recurrent UTI. If people are finding they're getting repeated antibiotics, it's important um, that they've had a discussion or looked into the reasons why they're having recurrent infections. And then there's another r- number of options. If they've tried those preventative self-care measures that we've talked about, um, there's a couple of other options. So a post Menopausal lady might have um, dryness and changes down below, which would benefit from a localized topical estrogen cream. And there's a nice decision aid um, on the website that um, women can use to help them decide what treatment options they might might want. And another option is to use prophylactic antibiotics. But it's really important to think about whether or not somebody needs a referral as well, because occasionally. Um, there's a more serious underlying diagnosis such as cancer um, that really needs to be ruled out thank you for listening to this episode of nice talks
0: if you enjoyed this episode please click subscribe you can also find us on facebook twitter linkedin and instagram with the handle NICECOMS. thank you for joining us until next time